What's happening, ladies and germs? Germs. Well, I hope you guys are just keeping your germs to a minimum. Yeah, keep those germs to a minimum, germs. Welcome to uh, Snap Everything, number 25. This is 25? So that's 26. Dude, you're... You're off, bro. No, yeah. this is the this is the quarter centurion, bro. Ooh, centurion. This is the the uh, episode we've officially been doing this twenty five, which means we've done like over twenty five hours of podcasts that are on the on the interwebs forever. Our voices can forever be modulated to say whatever people want. Someday. And this is a really important pod. It's our 25th Centurion Yep, we're back, back in the shack. We are yeah. back uh, face-to-face podcasting. Uh, no call-ins. No call-ins uh, for today. Me and Persia are actually in uh, the G-Unit studio. Yeah, the uh, original uh, studio, me, just with new, pers- new and better equipment. Yep. And we are uh, officially back face to face, having a podcast without uh, going through a bunch of phone calls. Bullshit, COVID bullshit. Yeah, it's good. Feels good. Feels good to actually sit here and talk. And uh, just so people know, this episode twenty-five will be up on YouTube within the next couple days. Um, the YouTube you have to search ripped. Purge and Blast Snap Everything. You got to search the whole title. You can't just do the Snap Everything search. But anyway, just wanted to let you know about that. Yeah, dig for it. You, know, you can also find us. Yeah, really find it. Snap Everything. Available on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Deezer, Buzzsprout.com. Yeah, that's right. And don't forget our actual website is um, snapeverything.buzzsprout.com. You can go there, listen to all the podcasts. It has um, all the, you can also get a link to our social media, both Facebook groups as well as Instagram, as well as you, you can listen to it straight from the podcast page or if you have Spotify, Stitcher, any of those things that you just heard. We're also on several more that we don't that I didn't mention because we're yeah. almost at a point where there's too many to mention. Uh, I think we're on like a, a dozen networks now. As a you know, where, yeah, it's a lot of networks. Where a few months ago we were just on three. Yeah, so Shocking it's it's moving along. Yeah, I like, uh, I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we're back in the studio. You know, yeah. it's been months. You know, we've been battling the. The, the the viri the rona whatever you want to call it the 19 the covid you know that bullshit so we were doing yeah. some satellite pods for a while really <laughs> nice you know got some yeah. cool guests on board yeah no it was definitely fun uh, the way we improvised and we were just like i guess we'll hold two speaker phones up and make it work yeah because it was before we only had the good equipment on the very last one uh, but all the other ones, I mean, it still came out fine. Uh, we, we'll probably have all those guests back on anyway, and it'll be that much better next. Yeah, every, yeah all those were great guests. Yeah, yes. can't wait to have them back. So, yeah, it's great to be back. So we back. Back up in that ass like a motherfucking 20-pack. So, uh, yeah. Um, happy Memorial Day. Yeah. To everybody out there. Um, thank you to everybody. Yeah, you know. 
Everybody, served, every, you know, so well, family members that have served, we can. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's not Veterans Day. Memorial Day is specifically to honor those who died. Uh, so, I mean, it does have to do with serving, you know. Um, died during service? Died in service of our country, like yes. During yes. actual rat bats? Well, well I mean, I, yes, that's like the, what people usually get out of it. But, I mean, if you were in any of the military, if you were in the service of the country, even if you were in a training exercise and you died, you died to further the training, like that, make sure gotcha. that will never happen again. So whatever it is, it, we're remembering all those people, but especially people that have lost their lives in foreign wars and things like that. I would say that's the yeah, most that's important. A, that's a big one. Memorial Day is a big one. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> let's see, I think, uh, I know, I know, did both your grandpas fight in World War Two? Because I know, I know Grandpa Gilbert definitely did. No, just, yeah, just Gilbert. So Gilbert was in the Navy. Yeah. And both my grandpas were in the Navy. I, I think they may have even known. It was weird with my grandparents. My, uh, my mom's dad and my dad's dad were both in the Navy. But my dad's dad was a captain and my mom's dad was a CB. So different, you know, different things. Different hierarchies. And uh, my grandpa actually ended up serving for my other grandpa in or in World War II. Oh, and yeah. so then years later when they met uh, and he learned the last name of like my dad and stuff, he was like, oh, is that Bob Coleman? You know, and, and yeah. And my, like, so he, it was cool because they always talked about it and there was always like a, a level of respect that I didn't even understand at that age, you know, yeah, like... My grandpa would always call my other grandpa sir, like, and it was just because that's like how yeah, he, that's, that's how he felt, you know. He was like, well, and extreme I, I, respect. Yeah, and I remember him trying to explain it to me. He's like, no, you, you, your grandpa was like, uh, <clears throat> you know, up there, like he deserves the respect. Uh, so yeah, you know, and that's cool. And then you know, my uncle fought in Vietnam, uh. You know, and uh, he's a uh, he was uh, wounded, got shipped back home, and so let's see. Uh, and then all our buddies, uh, of course, who went and fought in yeah. uh, OEF and OIF, Operation Enduring Freedom and Operation Iraqi Freedom. Uh, all those guys, thank you, thank you, yeah, um, thank you for your sacrifice. Yeah, Happy Memorial Day. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> So, yeah. Great pod, you know, it's a 20 centurion pod. Yeah, that centurion, that yeah. quarter centurion. Yeah, Symb symbolic to, uh, to the Memorial Day and everything. Memorial Day. So, yes, it's also, I guess, kind of symbolic to Memorial Day because on Memorial Day, it's uh, you tend to have a little bit more pride in being an American. Um, a lot of uh, businesses have been reopening due to COVID. Uh, I'm yeah. yesterday, I think in Santa Barbara was the first night where State Street was reopened. I saw it firsthand. Yeah, we tell, we, you want me to tell you about it? Yep, and then yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> tell me about it. But I was in Carpinteria yesterday, and it was fully business. I mean, it didn't seem like there was any pandemic going on. You know, mm -hmm. uh, there was. I would say intermittent mask wearing, like I wasn't, nobody in the group I was with was wearing a mask, but you would see like some people have a mask. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 
like I like I said before, I'm not going to be the first one to start rushing to crowded areas, but I'm so happy to see it start moving along. Yeah, it was really. Re- so, was what really, did you see last night? That was really, really refreshing. You know, just, just I was walking downtown. I was going to meet up with a friend, and I was just heading down. Toner. Yeah, heading down to see it put up the town. And I was just walking down state, and like state basically turned into like an entire walking area. Like, oh, there's no they, cars. They blocked it off. Yeah, the you can vehicles. just totally walk down State Street, but like all like you pretty think much they're, they're all the businesses like were closed. And but what? So the only few businesses that seemed to be open, I saw like one clothing store, but like I saw like it was mainly like restaurants, and they had you know their restaurant open, and they had like tables out on the like patio on the patio and, and whatnot but well good i mean we need to start i am a, you know i i fully think we need to start moving ahead and that's, that's yeah so it was just it was like, just restaurants no bars i noticed like everything was right 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 yeah you, yeah because that's that's something we'll talk about but yeah you, you like nightclubs and stuff are so obviously closed mm-hmm. Because uh, that's a place where you cannot avoid being just like smack. You know, you get two hundred people in a room that's made to hold one hundred and forty or whatever. Like that's that's what happens in a lot of those places. So yeah. let's just be honest. Um, yeah, he's maxing out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and beyond. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to see it local. Start yeah, so opening it's coming up back. Local. They're opening up like the. Most busy street in SB is like no longer cars are allowed to go on there. You think that's going to be forever? You think that's a, I don't know. I, I'm betting it'll remain that way forever. I don't know why, but I think that. Yeah, I think I think that. Because State like Street it. is kind of like, uh, it would almost be a more of a tourist attraction if it was shut down for a few blocks. Yeah. And it would just be like a free for all area, like where you, you know, with and all they, the bars could, down there. Dude, they had to open that up. Yeah. That'd be sick. It would also be safer. You wouldn't have those crosswalks in between all the bars and Guys shit. Guys running red lights. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. It might be food for thought. It might actually be kind of fun to have it like that. And I'm curious to see what else throughout the country is going to be changed. Like, you know, just like subtle things like that. Okay, we used to be able to drive down those three blocks. Now we can't. It's just three blocks. But, I mean, is that something like, are they taking it away from us or is it benefiting us? We'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, I think it would it'd benefit us. I mean, we don't need to so, go down that street. Uh, Vegas is also in the middle of trying to reopen here. Yeah, they're trying to revamp. I'm happy um, about that. So, yeah, the uh, word is, let's see here. They've been closed since March 17th, and they are scheduled to reopen all statewide casinos June 4th. There you so, go. So June 4th. June. So, nice. Yeah, I mean, not too, not too far away. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, uh, casinos will be open with restrictions. Uh, let's see. There will So no nightclubs still. No day clubs, whatever those are. I don't really know what a day club is. Maybe Isn't like that where you go to like the beach. The only shit. thing, I, the only thing I was thinking of a day club is like the pool area. Yeah, probably none of those. But, but I don't. But it didn't. Doesn't I couldn't. It didn't say pool area was closed. It just said night. If you stay underwater, you're good. Night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they give you scuba gear at the door. Yeah, you can't get corona they, underwater. Uh, 
Yeah, they masks are um, not required, but the hotels will have them to hand out to guests if they want them. Um, right. So yeah, nightclubs are closed, day clubs are closed, no, no buffets, which kind of makes sense for now. But craps. Um, I'll get to that, and also all large venues are closed. Like so, meaning probably like Cirque du Soleil and stuff are probably closed. Blue Man Group. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, large venues. Um, and then also check this out. So, employees of the casinos are responsible for the, for the guest social distancing. Like, there's what? yeah, because they have uh, four people per group max. And if there's more than four people, it's the casino employee's responsibility to tell you guys to like break it up. Four, but a group of four max, so yeah. you can get tight if you're within with four peeps. Yeah. Five. They, no, that's they, it. They and, and then so, and then there's other stipulations right. for actual gambling. Two, who's rolling with us? We so, got two. We only have two in our crew. Yeah. So um, roulette is going to allow four players. Um, all gaming tables, such as blackjack, all that stuff, three players per table, because usually there's six. So basically, they're trying to leave a seat in between every seat. Um, only six people per craps table. What? Yeah, so think about that. Think how many times we've played craps and there's been 20 Dude, people. going to be such a huge line to try and play that. Or it's just people are going to be over it. Or they're going to have to bring in two other tables, you know. Six. Yeah, six you can't people. Win, you can't win money with six people. Well, that's another thing. It's a lot harder to win money when they're... You can, but it's a you lot can, harder. but it's a lot harder to like, win money. Like six is like the bare minimum of the amount Dude, of people. that's weak. Yeah. yeah, so that's weak. And then no slot machines um, because they, you know, it's just too much touching, I guess. So no, all slots are closed. So can I turn in my, my sports book money? Yeah. Just give my slips and yeah. just get the fuck out of there. Um, and then <laughs> check this out. So to try and like keep things hands free and sanitary, they're trying. They want to have everybody use their cell phones as a. Um, they're going to have a an app where you use your cell phone as a room key, and all your dining menus will be on your cell phone. Isn't that's kind of a trip to me? Like uh, your room key, so it'll have like some scanner probably. And you get down like an you have to download an app and shit. Probably. Unless they can yeah. figure out a way to just like use your camera and like take a picture of the room and it automatically something, I don't know. But yeah, between that and then having uh yeah, whenever you go to a, a restaurant, you just are supposed to like you, you they're gonna have some it's a little, I imagine it will be an app. But they'll have an app where you pull up, okay, I'm in this casino, I'm at yeah. this restaurant in this casino. And then it'll bring up the menu for you. But they're not going to come up and hand you menus anymore. I mean, I bet you at like the real nice places they still will. Like Vic and Anthony's, I bet will still hand you a menu. Because, you know, that's like a different level. Yeah. You know, it's that, that's not a place that serves 500 people a day or 5,000 people a day. Probably serves 100 to 200 people a day, you know, yeah. throughout the day. So it's not like they're... Yeah, so the fine dining I, I will probably be the, the first to really make the comeback, if I have to imagine. Yeah, dude. Let's go to Vic and Anthony's. Who wants to roll? Who's, who's driving? Who's coming with us? I'm not going to do what you think I'm going to do. 
which is drive to Vegas and never come back. Uh, yeah, boy. So what else is new, Persh? What's up with you? What have you been doing? Other than uh, going out on night number one downtown. <laughs> I didn't go out on night number one. I actually... I know, it kind of sounds like you did, but all right. <laughs> I went to... I, I saw an old friend that I hadn't seen forever, and he wanted to go to the funk zone. Which is not even happening because everything started closing. I was, I was, oh, oh, okay. Because things were closing is why you didn't go? <laughs> no, we got there and it was closing. Oh, uh, so you did go yeah. to the funk zone. Yeah. Oh, so we, you were the first wave. First wave. Yeah, first wave of idiots. All right. First nah. waving. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe we should have waited a week to do the face-to-face podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louisa. Yeah, no, I've um, yeah, I've been going out more. Um, mask, not you know. I mean, when I go into like a grocery store, I put a mask on, um, and then some stores make you wear a mask. Like, yeah. yeah, I actually got yelled at for walking into a place yesterday. And I was with my fr- my friend's son, who, who was his 13th birthday. And we were literally going into a store to get candy. And we, like, walked in. And they immediately, like, hey, uh, you can't come in here without masks on. And, Jeez. yeah, we were like, I was like, don't worry, dude. I got extra masks in my car. So we just went and got masks and went, went in. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, every place I've gone into, I've worn a mask. Well, I mean, especially like grocery stores, to me, seems like that's kind of like ground zero. Because everybody has to go get food. Mm -hmm. So no matter what condition you're in or whatever, like you're going to get food. You're going to the grocery store at least a little bit. So, yeah, the, the grocery store is like the place where, I mean, I'm still like probably way less paranoid than a lot of people. Because, you know, there are the people that, like, will stop in the aisle, like, just so you, like, don't walk past each other or something. And I'm like, come on, I'm not going to. Really? Gonna. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to. At the grocery store? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, but most people are cool about it. But there's just the rare person that's, like. Like, you know, you're in the same aisle as yeah, them? Yeah, and, and they don't want to, like, cross paths, like, you know, because that would be less than six feet. So what yeah. do they do? They will stop and wait for you and then when you start coming towards them you see them scooch as far to the side as they can with their cart oh they don't like turn around and go the other way they yes they do that too that's the that's the extreme the, yeah, well, like the, the, the extreme is they see somebody in the aisle and they don't even go down it I've, I've literally watched people turn down an aisle look see a person and do a 180 and go to another aisle yeah double back it's a human being. I can't go. I don't want to go. I can't buy food from the same place human beings are. He beat me to the aisle. Damn it. It's all yours. You get everything in the aisle. It's the way it works. <laughs> I'm going the yeah. other way. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, it's, uh, so it's been, uh, I don't know. Like I said before, I'm just happy we're reopening. We need to try and get back to some bit of normalcy as quickly as possible. Yeah, before people go nuts. 
People are already going nuts, dude. I mean, they are super nuts. Well, suicides up like forty percent or something. Yeah, I mean, it's like the highest number suicides been in years in the past few months. Damn. Um, yes, because I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, can't go to work, don't have money to pay their bills, and you know, then they start going to the dark side. They just start going, getting bummed out. You know, who knows? Uh, but, so, and I, I feel for those people, you know, when I, when I'm, when I'm saying shit like, uh, we need to, we should reopen, I'm not wearing a mask or whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm not discrediting people who actually were sick from this thing. Uh, I just don't know how many people were actually sick from the virus and not something else, not an underlying condition or the flu. Because mm-hmm. the you know, I don't know. All I, all I can do, I'm not a statistician or whatever the shit that's called, but all I can do is look at the numbers, and the numbers to me don't make sense. But we don't need to really get into it. We've already talked about that. But we need to talk about something, Per, so you need to open your mouth. Oh, dude, did you hear what Rogan's going to be up to? What's Rogan doing? He signed a $100 million contract with Spotify. And he's going to stop, no longer be, he's going to be exclusively available on Spotify. Oh, I heard that, yeah. yeah. No more iTunes, no more YouTube, nothing. But he's going to be exclusively on Spotify. And Spotify is going to start their own video streaming service. Damn. Um, and Rogan's going to be like their first big, you know, I mean. He's anybody, the first person out. Yeah, I heard if about If anybody it. can do it, he can. Damn, yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, and he got a hundred mil to do it, and you know, I mean, he was already wealthy, but now he's like wealthy, wealthy. You know, I mean, getting a hundred million in one move is pretty baller. It's like Howard Stern type shit, dude. <laughs> and that's, yeah, Rogan's a genius, man. Yeah, like and, that. yeah, and, he's, and he's just a comedian. Out. Yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah. He's, a, he's got like... He's a comedian, you know. He's, he's a comedian and a podcaster and a part-time UFC announcer. And he... Yeah. Yeah, and he's killing it. Doing he, did, he did those shows like... Fear Factor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, his, his, Dude, his voice kind of gets you there too, you know. It's yeah, like, no, he's definitely the, a character. I mean, yeah. I love listening and watching his podcasts. I mean, he, he also gets like literally the best fucking guests you could imagine mm-hmm. on. I mean... He gets he gets people that you know I mean that's why I started watching it really I mean and listening I was like at first there was like these train you know firearms training guys that I knew of that was were on his podcast so that's how I started listening to it and then as it went on it's like he has all my favorite comedians are on his podcast like it's just a great yeah congratulations to JRE Joe Rogan yeah. Big moves, dude. That's yep. dope, man. Making motherfucking power moves like a boss. So hopefully they'll reopen the comedy store, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon because that's going to count as a that's going to count as a large gathering. So um, yeah, everyone's so tight in those. Yeah, those well, when, when they yeah. do, let's see. So this, let's see. Yeah, this weekend. So this past weekend, it's Sunday right now. So Friday and Saturday. Um, oh, or wait. Maybe it was a week ago. Texas, a, a few um, comedy places in Texas opened up, and mm. uh, right. I'm trying to think of who went out there. It was a couple. Oh man, I'm blanking hard. But 
a comedian that we oh Brian Callen and someone else went out there. All right, all right. And uh, yeah, and they did sold out shows. Damn. Uh, it was they the the club was four hundred and fifty seats, but they could only sell two hundred tickets. Which is the same as the Comedy Store main room. The Comedy Store main room is 450 seats. So if they cut it down to 200 and they would cut the OR from 150 down to like 60 or something. Mm -hmm. And then the belly room cut it from 90 down to 40 or 30. And, you know, so I mean, they could do it. They would just have to go from having 500 or 1,000 people in the building at once to having three or 400 people in the building at once. So. You know, I mean, and still if, make it happen. Yeah, and if you know, if uh, you got to pay ten bucks more to see a comedy show because of that, I'm okay with that. You know, I mean, yeah, especially when you go to the comedy store, you pay twenty bucks and you get to see what I always the way I always compare it. You, if you were to pay and see all these different comedians, it would cost you probably five hundred dollars to go see Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Andrew Santino, Theo Vaughn, all these killers. Yeah, you can see them all in three hours at the comedy store for twenty bucks. If you try, that's like fifteen twenty. Yeah, that's like five hundred bucks worth of comedy. Like yeah, that, that, like I, that's how five I look. main dudes. Yeah, and and there's and the thing is, there's yeah. sixteen. There's actually I've si- seen it before. Yeah, it's there's dope. sixteen people every single night, guaranteed minimum, and that's just in one room, and then the, the you know, and then plus whatever the main show is. So yeah, it's just. You know, I mean, it's like that's why I can't wait for that to open. But I know that I'm one of many, and that place will be packed for months now. Like that place mm-hmm. will, once they reopen, that place will not be sold out for a year probably. But yeah, people will take uh, their time but going I'll, back. Yeah, but it, well, I mean, it'll fill up quick. Uh, you know, I mean, it's but. As long as they have the the regulations in place, like if it, if it was just business as usual, all right, it's reopen, four hundred fifty people, let's all pack them in, da da da, da then people would cautiously go back. Yeah. Like it would be it would be a slow trickle, but I think if they do it where it's like okay, there's four hundred fifty seats, but we're only seating two hundred people. Uh, every, there's going to be you know a table in between every table, so there's yeah. all, you know like all spaced out like checkers or whatever, then uh, then I think people will be quicker to go because then you're not really... You can just sit with the people you go with. You don't have to sit, worry about sitting at a table of eight of mm-hmm. you know with six other people or whatever. So, I don't know. I don't think it will open anytime soon, but I really would like it to. It would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice for, for more things to open up soon. I've just been getting... Tired of watching Madden streams and KBO, but uh, UFC's been really entertaining. I've been loving the uh, the UFC. Watched a little NASCAR tonight, you know. So things just slowly get back to normal in the world of sports as well. Yeah. So, Imagine yeah. if you came out of a coma right now, and you're like, "Wait, baseball and football? Yeah, it's and like basketball May. is shut down." Like Memorial Day, like is a huge day for baseball. Yeah. There's like games no, that's starting what, at like ten a.m. That's my. That's exactly my point. It's a big day, and it, that's exactly my point. You'd be like, wait, none of this is happening. You'd be like, well, what, what happened? And like, and you you'd assume that like half the planet died, and then somebody would be like, no, like you know, we lost a few hundred thousand, and then you'd be like, oh my god, like what's the death rate? Like ninety percent, and they'd be like. 
Oh, the death rate's like point zero six percent. Like, like if you were to come out of a coma and see the, the way the world is, you would think some fucking crazy shit. Not that this hasn't, yeah. not that this hasn't been crazy, but you would think like an asteroid hit us or some yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, you would, you would, then you'd be like, what? People got sick. What? Yeah, it's a couple, couple people got sick. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean. Yeah, no. Nah. I don't know. It's just, you would you would think something a lot worse happened. You'd think it was World War Three, and then somebody'd be like, "No, it was a fucking bat. Some dumb shit ate a bat. Some bat shit. Yeah, some idiot sold a bat from fucking started making some soup. Some with the bat idiot sold a bat out of a back door of a laboratory to somebody who was hungry. They made a soup out of it and got a little soupy and saucy. Got went, a little fucking rabies. Started biting kids. Went around. Gave a couple <laughs> on people, and before you know it, we had a fucking pandemic. On you a little pandeasy. Pandeasy on our manos. A little pandeasy on my kneesy. Take it easy. Easy. Holy <laughs> kneesy. Uh, never a cannoli. Yeah, you are, you fat ass. <laughs> Has anybody ever called you a fat ass in no. your life? I was going to say, that was probably the first time you've ever heard that. It felt good to say it. Though. Yeah, it, uh, some snugs. Snugs? Yeah, take us take some snaps. Snap some snugs. Yo, your yeah, your blend is literally called snugs. Is that because it's small nugs? Yeah. It's got to be right. Yeah, small nugs. It's got to be because it literally is a quarter ounce of like these little tiny popcorn poppers, and it, but the blend is called snugs. So in my brain, it's got to stand for small nugs. I don't front jack. I got bugs. I'm a ball sack. I'm yeah. Bell and Jay and I ain't no bitch. I'm quick to tell you when my nuts itch. People liked it. People think I'm funny. Man, things are just popping off. Pop, 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 popping off. Um, um, um. Sing a song, sing along with me as I watch Purge pack a bee. Oh, beans. he dropped his lighter, bro, but he grabbed it. You don't know. He's got skills. He's got the skills that kills. He's snapping a beep. Beep, 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 beep. He's snapping a beep, 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 beep. beep. So what's the first thing you want to do? Like, uh, when, when, our, when the queue's fully ended and there's Zan's restrictions? S- Sand restrictions, like, well, I mean, like I, I would say, a comedy store in Vegas are probably what I want to do. First flight, first flight, first flight all night. Probably not going to be taking a flight. I'd rather drive my car, to be honest, or at least have us drive my car to North Carolina. Kakalaki, yeah, then no, we'll fly. We'll use our arms to get the kakalaki. We'll, we'll, we'll fly to an early road trip. You just it might, it might even be worth it. If we could get like two weeks off and just go for a straight fucking Cali to Kakalaki and Backy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be- it would definitely be pretty epic. We could probably, I wonder how long it would take. It would probably take, what, like five days to drive cross country between the two of us. And then, so we could, that would only, yeah, we could spend like four days in North Carolina and then, and then come back. It actually might be kind of fun. 
first. Yeah, just sleep sleep in some fucking serial ass killer hotels and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Along the way. Yeah, get some twenty nine ninety nine rooms like right off the highway and like yeah yeah. I'm yeah, sure you, we'll be. I'm sure we'll be equipped. You know what I mean. Yeah, we're always equipped. So I'm not really worried about whipped, dripped, serial killer. Yeah, see, geesh, 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 geesh. Oh, he's got geesh, geesh. Yeah, dude, wrong room, bro. Geesh, 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 geesh. <laughs> You're not trying to get geesh. Going through New Mexico. You're not trying to get geesh. Trying to go through New Mexico. Get geesh. Yeah. What do you want to do in New Mexico? You want to buy some sick magazines for the gun you don't have? You want to buy some some fucking Glock? Is that, is you want to buy, you you buy some thirty two round stick mags for your Glock you don't have yet? Because <laughs> you could if you were in New Mexico. Is, is that real? Yeah, it's real. If you're caught at the border, you're also in real trouble. But like, <laughs> but they sell you get thirty two stick round mags. Yeah, what, you, what are those? Can you explain those. So to there's people? a there's a pi- let me finish this. B. Yeah, it's a it's a pistol magazine. It holds thirty two rounds of nine millimeter or twenty five rounds of forty five. Hold on. Does it like, hang full low on your on your? Gun? Hang, it hangs like a rapper's chain, bro. <laughs> oh my! God. So you can imagine when you hold a gun, like usually it's about flush with the bottom of your hand. Yeah. Maybe it sticks out a half inch. Okay. Maybe an All right, inch. What does this one look like? This one sticks out probably eight inches beneath your hand, <laughs> but but you, but you you got thirty rounds of pop 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 little nine millimeter blaster. Yeah, now you also can get made a company makes a drum magazine that holds fifty rounds, and you can put that in your Glock. Looks like a ball sack. No, it doesn't look like. There's only one drum, not two. Yeah. So there's one there's a there's one drum underneath, and you wind it, you crank it. <laughs> To get the spring tension, you load 50 rounds of 9 mil, and then you have your little Glock that only weighs a fucking half a pound because it's designed that way. And then you you put 10 pounds of ammo in the bottom of it. That's so stupid. (laughs) Yeah. But if you were like... uh, if you didn't, if you didn't, if you weren't able to move, like if you were just like bedridden, <laughs> that's the way I'd roll. Yeah, the best yeah, way to go. You just be like, all right, dude, pa 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 pa, and you just start unloading. I don't want to reload. Yeah, I can't reload. You get yeah. all fifty. Yeah, you get the whole fifty. You, you give them the whole nine yards. Uh, so yeah, Persian needs to get a gun and get a safe so uh, he can legally own it and legally snap things at the same time. Owning and snapping? Yeah, you can't do that unless it's locked up. That's why you never see me carry a gun when we're doing this podcast, because I don't carry a gun and smoke weed. That's illegal and stupid. Because if I end up having to cap somebody in self-defense, and then, so the first thing they do, no matter what, is part of protocol. If you get in a self-defense shooting, they will draw blood. It's part of what they do. And if they would immediately draw blood, and they're like, well, this guy's got enough THC to get a fucking Kodiak bear ripped. Maybe he wasn't making a sound decision when he pressed the trigger. So that's why I don't do that. Okay, so let's say you just take a fat B load so and just like breaks into your pad, you can't defend yourself because he's no, no, got no, mad no, TH. Uh, dude, if somebody breaks into your pad, it does not fucking matter. Oh, okay, that's what. I, I would, okay. Yeah. All, all, it's over at that point if they yeah, if, if, if someone if, rolls through. If they cross through. the boundary, yeah. I mean, 
now at this now in California, you even you you can't just blast somebody, even if they just even if they were to break down your front door right now and come in, it would be illegal to just shoot them. They would have to have intent on killing us or doing serious bodily injury. So basically, they would have to be armed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like if somebody kicked your door down and was unarmed, that would be pretty stupid, first of all. So chances are, if they're kicking your door down, they're probably armed. Um, if they are armed? If they are armed, you can shoot them. I mean, you, the whole idea is to not get shot. And if they have a gun, the, the idea is to shoot them before they shoot you. That's like... But if uh, they don't, what uh, if they just have like a blade? Uh, so that's, so there's something that in firearms training we refer to as a 21 foot rule and nine, nine out of 10 times somebody with a knife can close the distance of 21 feet before you can draw your pistol and make an accurate shot. So it's actually justifiable if somebody is within 20 feet of you with a knife that you can shoot them probably. Now, if they're not threatening you, if they're just holding a knife, it's yeah, because you also have to deal with the, okay, so you deal, there's three battles you got to deal with. You deal with the actual battle. There's somebody in your house, you f- end up fighting with a gun or a knife, whatever. Or that's a bat. A, yeah, that's a battle. And so, okay, so now you killed this person in self-defense. Battle number two is the court case, okay? You're going to have to win that battle. So why did you shoot? Were you truly in fear of your life? Did the person have the means to take your life? Or were you just scared? And then the third battle is the mental battle. Did you kill somebody just because they were trying to take a VCR? Or did you kill somebody in self-defense truly? Yeah. You know, I mean, you're you're not going to be able to live comfortably with yourself if you blow up, if you shoot a 16-year-old in the head for trying to take a VCR or a DVD player. You know, it's going to feel real shitty. Mm -hmm. So you got to, that's why another reason why you have a light on guns usually, or you keep a light on in some part of your house because you always want to ID people. You know, we've both heard stories of guys hearing something and shooting their wives because they got up to get water at night. I mean, I've I've heard that over and over and over. And to me, I mean, that's just the most irresponsible. I mean, because well, one of the first things you're taught when you're doing tactical shooting, and I've I would say most of the people shooting their wives have never had any training. Um, but the first one of the first things you're taught is you don't shoot at sounds and shadows. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Like Because, A, you don't know what's making that sound. It might be your dog. It might be your kid. It might be your wife. It might be an intruder. But you need to figure that out before you just start putting bullets in whatever that sound is. <laughs> yeah. So that's why you have a light on your home defense gun, you know? I mean, it's like step A, dude. Like you need to identify your target, and then is your target an actual target, and then is that target an actual threat? So there's a lot of thinking that needs to kind of go on, and especially in a extremist environment when your body's jacked up and you got shit in your pants and your heart's going 190 beats per oh, second. Oh, yeah, you, you know, I mean, yeah, when, when somebody's trying to kill you and they're in your house, I, it's not, uh, you know... That's a horrible time to learn about the law. It's at two in the morning when it's happening. So you need to, that's why it's good to know the law and be like, okay, so if somebody comes in with me, I'm going to issue a verbal warning. That's what I, and that's a personal, some people don't, you don't have to do that. But for me, I'm going to put a, I'm going to shine a light right in their face and I'm going to yell stop or I'm going to say, get out. If they're too far in my house where they can't get out, I'm going to tell them to get on the ground, you know? And, 
if they have a gun, then that's, I'm going to defend myself. But I'm going to hope to God that's not the case. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, California is also kind of a weird, you know, I mean, but then again, I, you should probably be threatened before you start blasting somebody. <laughs> but, you know, there's other states that have something called castle doctrine, which is just a, basically your home is your castle. If somebody violates that fucking line and breaks in your house then they're, they're not they're not doing anything good there we, we already know that yeah. but, but in states there's that's what it's called when it's okay to just blast somebody whether they're armed or not oh that's in like kansas and shit or something it's all over the place yeah. i mean it used to be in california castle doctrine yeah i mean that's just it's the right to protect your home no matter what and that's kind of how it should be yeah, I mean, you shouldn't think so. You 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 really shouldn't like if somebody's in your house, you shouldn't have to wait for them to start trying to kill you before you have to defend yourself. You know, like yeah, if somebody's yeah, if somebody's in your house at two or three in the morning, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say they're not there to like to help you out. They're not there to help you out or pay you back. <laughs> yeah, hey, dude. Yeah, like nobody's doing anything oh, chill. Yeah. Oh, dude, that leads me to a segue. You could tell your or have we told the story how you almost got killed by coming in my house at three in the morning didn't we We, i think we might have told that we can go let's do a quick recap okay yeah we got we got some time yeah so like uh so we had uh me and shep uh, yeah you guys we we had him on the pod a couple last last podcast number 24 with uh megan and chris shep yeah so him and i came home from the bars one night and um, we had been hanging out with Matt, um, <clears throat> like all day. And the plan was, you know, like you know, we're all to, we're all gonna come back and crash at his house, and like, like yeah. so, so we ended up going downtown. They didn't end up going downtown, so we ended up coming home, and like everything's locked up. We're like, fuck, you know, like yeah. So there, but yeah. So I'm at my parents' house with my buddy. And, yeah, uh, I think my parents are out of town. I mean. It's not like we were having a party. We were just there. But uh, so me and my buddy are asleep upstairs, second story, and Purge and Shep are trying to get into the house, but all the doors are locked because we locked doors in that house. And so they couldn't get up. And they, there was no way for them to get in. But Purge thought of a way. Yeah. So I knew a way to get in. So we thought. Yeah. So, yeah. So there, he has a balcony, and you know, I had to scale the tree and jump through the balcony. Onto this little... Um, yeah, you're way down playing that. There's like a seven-foot wall that he had to get up, and then he had to go from the wall onto a tree, go up the tree, and then go from the tree to the roof, from the roof to the balcony. So he did a little bit of drunk climbing that night. Yeah, I used full Spidey text, and I was faded. Yeah, so... Yeah. Needless to say, I'm pretty good at scaling shit. Um <laughs> So by the time I got in, uh, scaling. Right. So by the time I get in, you know, like, um, I open the door and I open the little slider and I like cruise through. Like, so um, he opens the sliding glass door and now he's in my I'm room. In, he's I'm in, in my room. I'm in blast bedroom, but I don't really say anything. I just like kind of creep through really Which quietly. Which was his main mistake. Yeah. So and he so he creeps through quietly. Just because I wanted to let Shep in because Shep was like down like right. at the front door. So, so I was like, all right, I'm. Gonna... So what the thing? So here's I start noticing things. 
once he goes in, so he comes into my room through the balcony. I'm totally asleep. I have no they idea. They still don't know. And but when he shuts the door to my bedrooms, because he opens the door to leave my bedroom, and when he shuts it, I shut it. That's what I. That's what that immediately woke me up, and I didn't know what woke me up. I was just like that was like something woke me up. So I started listening, and then I heard the front door open downstairs because you had went downstairs and opened the door for to let Shep yeah. in. Yeah, and, and his downstairs door is really like, yeah, like it's a really... Big, it was yeah. a big heavy wood door. Yeah. And he had that like little thing that just drags across. Remember? Yeah. You had the one of those little like plats, one oh, of those yeah, things yeah, that just was... like drags to like a reduced like yeah, was... dust or whatever from coming underneath the door. Yep. So when you open the door, it just like, like wait, it just like drag. It was super loud and obvious. So yeah. open the door to let Shep in. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, he's in. So then we start like walking up, you know, up the stairs back into the bedroom. Yeah, and as he's walking up with Shep, me and my other friend are in the room, fully click clacking and going. Oh, I think there's somebody in the house. Oh shit, there is somebody. I heard the door. All right, okay. And now Pierce is about to walk into a room yeah. with a 12-gauge and something else aimed at the door. So I, I, I knock on the door and I say, like, blast, it's, it's Purge, it's me. Like, yeah, yeah. and Because, well, I, you, no, you no. didn't knock on the door. No, no, no. You, you were like, hey. You, yeah, you, you were opened like, the hey. door and as soon as I saw the door open, yeah, I was like, hey. I like said it super yeah, you, Yeah, you were like, hey. And, yeah, and you were like, it's purge, it's purge, it's purge. And I, I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. You so, recognized my voice, obviously. You were just yeah, like. Yeah, I instantly just like put the shotgun down, put it back underneath my bed, and then you guys came in. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. I was like, just go to bed, please. Yeah. And the next day I explained to you how close you were to getting your head blown off. I was like, so next time, just like, yeah. I was like, that's okay, but next time, wake me up, but like, without letting the door wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> that's where, yeah, I, I closed. I should, yeah, because yeah, to me, it just sounded like there was somebody creeping around downstairs. I didn't know anybody had came through my room and shit. Because everything was locked here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that that's that. Well, that was a great house. Yeah, so many memories at that place. Yeah, the, yeah, that balcony with the gravity, with the grab, the gravity bomb. Like, it's like throwing stuff water off. Balloons, yeah, throwing things off at like bikers and sniping people with the uh, uh, red rider. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, dude. When people and it, this was from like this was from like. Across a major road, it wasn't like I was close, and it's a red ride. So yeah, but it's not like it's a power. It's like yeah, the, but it was a, it's like a spring loaded. Yeah, but I had a rule of who I would cap, and it was whenever there was a group of people, it was all whoever was the if there was somebody that was like significantly behind, like twenty feet, thirty feet. <laughs> I, that was the person I always shot because we used to say we were taking it out for taking out the straggler for the benefit of the herd. That's what we used to say as a joke. For the benefit. Yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd be like, "Oh, there's a straggler. Right? We're gonna take it out for the benefit of the herd." And you, we we would uh, lay down upstairs and just have the um. We had like the wooden wood. <laughs> we had wood, the wooden blinds to like block out the sun. So we would just open one little section of the wooden blinds. And then open the sliding glass door like four inches, just enough to like put the barrel out and get a good picture. Yeah. 
And so, and then we would, I would aim and pow. And like nobody could hear it because it was across the street. There were cars. We were elevated. We were inside the room shooting down at them. And people would get hit. And immediately, everybody always assumed they got stung by a bee. People would always yell like, oh, shit, I just got stung. And like, I remember I specifically shot this kid and it hit him in the inner thigh one time. And, and he <laughs> jumped, like he, no shit, jumped like three did a three foot vertical, dude. Like <laughs> he came so far off the ground, it was hilarious, dude. Oh my god! Dude. And then the the gnarliest uh, water balloon. Remember the water balloons that, oh. that were like uh, they were like the three grenade. man launch. No, 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 no. This is this wasn't a launcher. Just remember the water balloons that looked like grenades. They were like oh, green yeah, yes, and yes. They had the lines in them. Yeah, those are sick. Yeah, yeah, so those were the ones we were using on this particular night, and we were uh, it was me and Spilm. And uh, I remember we would like we were just waiting, and whoever was coming up Cliff Drive, like if, and, but we were so we would select targets. We wouldn't just like throw them at every car. A, we had to make sure it wasn't a cop car, and B, we wanted to try and hit nicer cars, not yeah. not just normal cars. And so we see this limousine cruising up, and you know we're like, oh, yeah, oh it's a, yeah. oh, we got to get this thing. So we double tag this limousine bap, bap, and one of them slams directly onto the front uh, windshield. So it's like hella loud when a water balloon hits a windshield from yeah. 50 feet, you know? And, um, dude, this, uh, the limousine just slammed on the brakes and put it in reverse and actually pulled into the condos and was out front for like 30 minutes. He like wouldn't give it up. And me and Andrew were just inside, like, watching, just busting. Like, because he didn't know where the hell it came from. Yeah. He couldn't figure it out. He just knew for sure it came somewhere in that condo. He's like, wow. Yeah, and he's just like, and it was like, you know, probably like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Not super late, but not early. Like, so, you know, most people were closed up at the condo, at least. And he was just out there parked, I remember, dude. And he was just, like, getting out of his car and walking around and getting back in his car. Yeah, so all mad. pissed off. I'm so mad at the water balloon. Well, I probably almost gave him a heart attack. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, justifiable. I dude, could you imagine how pissed you'd be, bro? I, I mean, at this point, I would just like kind of have to laugh it off as karma. Dude, we used to do that all the time, dude. That's what I'm saying. Was I would have to laugh. That, hobby. That's why I would have to laugh it off as karma yeah. if so, if my car got nailed. Do they still water. make those anymore? Those three mans. I'm sure they do. Three man water balloon. Launch. I would imagine, and I mean, everybody's older brother still has one. I would imagine. Dude, those things are like part of our childhood, bro. So the three person water balloon launcher. Three man, oh. yeah. Oh, never mind. Three person. Can't see my. Can't see my gender. Well, I mean, it takes three people. I mean, three men might be able to launch it further, but not necessarily. Um, yeah, Amazon sells them <coughs> twenty bucks. For th- with with the straps, yeah. Oh, look at that, dude! Yeah, eighteen ninety nine. Look at that picture. That's us, circa nineteen ninety five, right there. Yes, that it's, is. It's funny the picture of these guys. Like they're close. That's exactly it's, like that was Perry just dropping back. Yeah. Oh, my. there's some great pictures in here actually. Dude, these guys are launching pumpkins with one. Yeah, despite all my rage. Do you remember, remember when you used to like hide up in the in the bushes? Oh, look at this, dude! So you can have battles. You can get two 
three-person water balloon launchers, 500, or no, and a 1,000 water balloons for 50 bucks. Two Dude. launchers and a 1,000 balloons, so you can have a rap battle. From across the neighborhood? Yeah. Dude, you know, oh, that just reminded me. I totally didn't remember this. Uh, like a year after I got out of high school, um, and Spilm's little brother was still in the high school that I went to, and cell phones had just came out. They were like, or just getting popular. Yeah. This was 2002. And um, so <clears throat> Peen lived very close to the yeah, school. Yeah. And so we actually, one day we filled up a bucket of water balloons and we took the three-man launcher and then we called our buddy who was still going to school there and we and we shot we like we lined it up and aimed about where we thought and we just told him all right watch where tell us where this lands and he and he starts laughing and he goes okay it landed so we adjusted and we started sending him to like exactly where we knew these people were sitting and we we made several direct hits, dude. Yeah, right we, in the middle of the quad. Oh, dude, yeah. And we were like, and not just that we were like hitting where people were sitting because we literally had somebody from someone's backyard. Yeah, and the and there was a, but it wasn't just the backyard and then a school. There was like several houses in between the backyard we were launching oh, and dude. where they were landing. So we were like very far away. Like they wouldn't. They would have had no proof. Yeah, yeah, and no then idea. yeah, and then um, little Spilm was on the phone giving us coordinates, like going, "All right, you need to go." I was gonna say, do you guys have like radios or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, he was just cell phones, and he was like, "All right, you need to go ten feet to the right and about five feet shorter." And we would like do a little adjustment, and let it go, and he'd be like, "Perfect," and start laughing on the phone. No way. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I remember. I haven't thought of that in a long time. But yeah, Never knew launching about that. water balloons into my. Uh, old alta, alma mater. What do you call it? Alma mater. Alma mater. I don't even know if there's an alma mater at that place. Probably something super weird. <sighs> well, um, Quarter Centurion episode. It is in the books, basically. Booking uh, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, we will have a more exciting episode next week. We, we, we uh, tried to get a guest on today. It just didn't really work out. Um, People are getting back to their lives. It's a good thing. So, but um, we're hoping to have a guest on, or we will have a guest on um, via phone call next week. And then coming up as we get uh, close to Fiesta, we're going to have some cool guests on. So that'll be fun. Definitely. Give you guys something to look forward to. So, uh, yeah, let's see. I'm just going to check a couple things here. So again, yeah, thanks for joining us for episode 25. Uh, snap Everything. Search Snap Everything on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Deezer, Podchaser. Deezer, Budchaser. Deezer. These nuts. Podchaser, Podcast Addict. Um, and there's also, Chase there's so many more. I, I forget them all. Chicken Chicken piccata, de nada. Chase my chicken piccata. De nada, chicken de piccata. De nada, my chicken piccata. De nada, con piccata. Um, it's good. It's uh, get my fettuccine Alfredo and the chicken piccata. You're weird. 
Let's see, so Spotify Center. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, tune in and Alexa. We're now available. So you can ask Alexa to play Snap Everything, and that bitch will. Tell her to do it. She'll, Big bitch, Snap Everything. How, how, how do you talk to Alexa? Is it Hey Alexa or Hi Alexa? Say, Hey Alexa, Snap Everything. Hey Alexa, turn on Snap Everything podcast. And then, uh, so do that. And then also, uh, there's another one called Listen Notes that we're on, and people are listening to us off of an app called Listen Notes. It's a great app. Uh, yeah. So you can go to any of those, and don't forget, most importantly, go to snapeverything.buzzsprout.com because that has links to every podcast ever, all 25, including drone strikes and whatnots and wares. Dude, the drone strikes are still pretty true. And... Um, it also has uh, links to social media. So Snap Everything, our Facebook group page is Snap Everything Podcast. Go to there. That's the easiest way to get a hold of us if you want to chime in or be a guest or whatever it is you want to say. We are also on yep. Instagram at Rip at uh, Rip Purge underscore Blast underscore Snap. That's our Instagram Rip Purge underscore Blast underscore Snap. Uh, we've been on that. Uh, follow that. That again, links to that are all available on snapeverything.buzzsprout.com. Snapeverything.buzzsprout.com. That's definitely the place you want to be if you don't want to pay for these podcasts. If you already have uh, Spotify or whatever, then you'll already get it. Anyway, we're looking forward to signing a $100 million contract with Spotify. Um, we're next. Yeah, we got it. Or at least like a $10 million. We're definitely worth at 10. Least. We're definitely worth 10 mil. 10 mil. Yeah. We'll we, settle for that. Um, so I think that covers all my bases. I think we're running sponsor free today, which is okay with me for now. But I am working on sponsors for you guys. I'm working on some promo codes. Uh, oh, you can go to uh, FNX Fit, which is a supplement company, um, and check them out. And uh, there's a portal on the Snap Everything uh, Facebook group page. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us. And we are Snap Everything. Love you guys, yeah. Number 25 in the there book. There it is, 25. Thanks for being there. Cool, you guys. Thank you very much. We'll see you. Tune in next week. The 2-6. Bye-bye.